So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. So thankful that you are listening today um, because this is going to be a feel-good type of podcast today because I think we need to have some positive mojo, baby, um, out there because it's definitely, it's there's a lot of pain and fear and doubt out there and so... We just want to to put some goodwill out there. Um, before I get started, I I got to go to iTunes and give a big shout out to I'm going to call it Time Garden. He says one of the better, more detailed multifamily podcasts on iTunes. I've listened to most of Corey Corey's podcast. I've learned a lot about acquisition activities such as due diligence on a property and closing in spite of obstacles. Uh, obstacles. He gives really specific details and shares several multi-part case studies. I find his delivery style personable as he thinks out loud and he treats his guests with respect He, uh, as he is learning. <laughs> he is willing to share with his audience even if he's not 100% sure of the outcome. That's true. <laughs> I never know how these things are going to go, but I just, I really honestly just come out and just do what I do. And, and it's not like I practice drill and rehearse for this podcast. I do it from the heart because that's the only way I know how to do, do life. And I am the same person. And this is on, this is honestly, I'm the same person. If you were to see me tomorrow on the street, You'll be like, dude, that guy's the same guy. Like, I don't put on a mask one day and say, oh, I'm going to be Corey Peterson, the podcast guy. Um, and then, you know, when I'm, when I'm with my banker, I'm another guy. I, I'm the same guy no matter what. And so for all of you listening, thank you for putting up with my craziness because, gosh damn it, it's I know it's a lot of work. <laughs> but listen, seriously, man, we, we need some love some kindness in the world and um you know there's there's a lot of pain out there right now and let's talk about the other side of pain is there's still a lot of hope and there's a lot of opportunity coming a lot of opportunity and so that's for us we're going to be starting to look to buy some more deals down the road and if you've been listening for a while and you would like to get to know Kahuna me Kahuna Investments a lot more and maybe be part of our deal room where you could actually see uh, our syndications. We have a process to create a uh, pre-existing substantive relationship with you. And so if you'll go to kahunainvestments.com and you can click on join uh, the deal room, 
um, you will start a process that we will get a hold of you. And, and it's really a, it is a process. We want to get to know you, understand you, uh, and have you get to know us and, uh, you know, basically really establish a relationship. That's kind of how we do it. And if you'd like to do that, go to kahunainvestments.com and click on the little button that says join the Kahuna Deal Room. And that will start the process. And uh, you'll be talking with my wife and with me. And we would love to uh, really create a create a relationship with you. With that said, today's podcast is, I think, is going to be neat. It's really going to be awesome because we're going to talk about a little bit of everything, but I, I've got a special guest. His name's Raymond. He's been on the show before, but I, I really picked Raymond because I love Raymond's um, mindset and how he looks at life and how, because he, he does it a lot like I do. And I just think that perspective is needed more now than ever. So without uh, further ado, let me introduce Raymond Gonzalez. Well, thank you for having us, man. And, uh, you know, I'm a part of the Kahuna fam, and uh, I consider you part of our fan, so uh, our, our family. So, again, just grateful to be here with you. And in times like this, I wouldn't want to have any other partners but guys like you, Corey. Yeah. See, they're not common in the world, but they're common in my world. And what we want to share with you guys is how to have this be your sphere where great people is all you work with. And what before that, you don't, you don't just attract great people. You become great people yourself first. And then all you attract is greatness because it's who you are. Man, that's a fact, dude. Like, so let, let's let's kind of break this down a little bit. So, this is a good segue. The way we're, we're kind of going with this thing is because, man, you have like a couple options in life, right? Like you, you always have. I always say, anytime there's a roadblock or you come to a, a point where there's a choice, one decision helps you get closer to your goal, and the other decision brings you farther away from it and everybody has a choice in this COVID-19 and and what we're going through is to take how they're going to react to it and it and it does matter one brings you closer to happiness fulfillment um, understanding and the other one I think leads to bitterness bitterness uh, uh, you know being upset and you start blaming others and and just and I mean the list can go on and on right so how are you and, and your family, how do you keep a positive attitude, man? Well, I mean, I think the first thing, it goes without saying, but we're going to say it anyway. Guys, you cycle. Right now, the, the, negative, the negative is in the consciousness. Fear is in the consciousness more than usual. So to say, hey, I have control of my mind and nothing ever negative is going to affect me, you're lying to yourself, right? The, the, I think the first truth is to be honest with yourself. But most of us guys, especially the type A guys like, like me and Corey, we usually want to hide that stuff. And then over time, you realize, dang, I've been hiding it forever. It's going to come out one way or another. And what usually happens, guys and ladies, it comes out in the form of an addiction in a way that we don't want it to come out. But really, it's this, this thing that we created. It's not right or wrong. We just It's a miscreation. right? We created something, and it's not what we wanted to create. So, Corey, back to your choices. I believe you only have two choices, fear or love. That's it. Those are the only two choices you have. And then there's a whole bunch of derivatives of those, right? Derivatives of fear, anxiety, guilt, all that. Derivatives of love, faith belief, knowledge, right? So which one are you going to choose, right? And that's the conscious choice because the effect's going to be there. But then what are you committed to? Are you committed to being the voice of love or are you committed to being the voice of fear, right? Because fear is reactionary. Love is anticipatory, right? Corey, when all this happened, I reached out to you. Hey, Corey, brother, how can I help? What's going on, man? How are you feeling? What Have you had any new ideas here, right? That's love, guys. So what I really want to share with you is 
really the first thing to, <clears throat> the first thing to master is really if you're going to take what are you going to use this time for that's the question what are you going to use this time for and i haven't done it perfectly guys um i've had my ups and downs and i'm committed to using this time to evolve consciousness to become better to tighten up my relationship with god and then with myself and to not lie to myself and to really dig deep and say you know what big cory big kahuna big daddy as she likes to call you what if we lost everything yeah. And all I had was my wife and Tina, but actually sit with it, meditate it, pray with it, and actually be with it in your gut, and you kind of tear up as you think about it. But once you sit on it, man, Corey, you know what's on the other side? Dude, fucking you. All of you. Yeah. Love. Like, like, you made this money. Like, you are the source of every dollar you ever made. It didn't make you, but somewhere along the line, you got caught up in a story, like, this is who I am and all this other bullshit. Dude, I am abundance. I am, I am security. I am abundance, I'm security, I'm safety. Like I did all that, we did all that, right? We co-created it with God, and yet we are the source of that. So if we start looking at the outside environment, listening to the news, listening to the outside environment, saying, hey, I need this tenant money, or I need this or that over there, I need this. That's when it goes sideways for you. And then you try to control things when they're really, what God creation is teaching us through this corona is, we don't control God darn thing. Can we just- We, have, and- we have no control, man. <laughs> <laughs> but we think we do, right? Oh gosh. <clears throat> yeah. So so can we let go and surrender and know that there's a higher purpose in all this serving us? Right? There always been Corey. Your life, Corey, wouldn't be as magical. Dude, a, a Corey Peterson being worth twenty million dollars, doing all these deals and still wanting to do more. I mean, come on, let's like let's keep it one. Or Ray Gonzalez writing checks for seven figures. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, I'm grateful for it, and yet, like, let's get some perspective back. But, like, you know, I always, it's so funny because you're right on perspective, too. And, and like, I think this is some crazy conversations that Shelly and I have been having that I don't think would ever have come up if it wasn't for what's going on. Because, like, we're going on longer walks because we're tired of the house, you know? And, and so then we start kind of communicating and it really has allowed us to kind of say, Hey, what, what do the next five years look like for us? And what do we really want? And how much is enough? And like, and for the first time we started talking about what retirement looks like for us. I mean, and that, that is a weird conversation to have. I mean, I'm 46, I'm still a young man, but like we're talking about, hey, in another five years, we may want to be done, you know, done really trying to work and like and just enjoying life and doing a lot of traveling and and really working ourselves totally out of our business to where, you know, we don't really care. And that's the first time we've had that conversation I mean, and it was really, it was actually, it was really neat because I was like, you know, honey, eventually I don't think I want to work as hard anymore. Like I'm really enjoying this downtime. I really enjoying hanging out with you. Like Shelly and I, uh, if you watch my Facebook, we bought this Jeep uh, Wrangler, right? And it's nasty, dude. Like it's got six inch lift and 40 inch tires. It can go anywhere. I just bought a little camper that goes on top of the Jeep. So now we can like just go out in the middle of nowhere and we'll, we'll, we'll camp for the night. And we did that the other night. It was just Shelly and I were like, let's let the kids, kids stay in home quarantine. We're going to go out in the middle of nowhere. And we just went camping with my best friend, my wife. And we're like, 
this is what our life looks like in about five years when our kids are out of the house. And I'm like, I could do this for like, let's. And so things are different, man, right? Things, the conversations are different. I think a lot of people are having different conversations. What say you, brother? Well, uh, same thing, man. Like, like, what are you going to use this time and space for, man? I'm really enjoying the slowing down. I'm going on multiple bike rides. And I saw that Jeep. The Jeep is badass. You know, I'm going on bike rides with my daughter, really, really being present. We go feed these cows three or four times a day and just slowing down. And I think the biggest thing, Corey, is things have been happening lately. Like, I think there's a shift in dimensions. Like, like the whole world is evolving. And I'm actually getting, I'm actually, not me. More is getting done without me doing more. Yeah. It's, I, I, it's just, I, I don't know how to, I wouldn't believe it 10 years ago, but I think that everything, not I think, I know that things are evolving where where you can put in less and get more. And yeah. and the the outcome isn't money, even though money is a second byproduct. I think, I think that the outcome is impact. Can yeah. we make a difference? Can we serve? Like that guy you had on the podcast a few weeks ago. Did you change that guy's life? Yeah, like, man. How do you do more of that? No, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, how can I do more of that? How can I impact? How can and I serve? How can what I make a difference, what? right? Yeah, it really and it really is about serving. I think you know because if if there's if your only calling is to make money for you, and people, if you're listening to this, this is a true statement. Raymond will back me up on this. Money is fleeting, dude. Like it comes and flows and goes, and sometimes you have a lot of it, sometimes you don't have a lot of it, or or whatever. But it is nothing. There's no value there. What I think is way more valuable is. People, relationships, and impact. That's my currency that I go by, right? Am I affecting others? Um, and does it affect me, right? In a positive way. And if I'm doing those positive things, that's that's what I get the most joy out of. Just even like watching my kids in sports. You know, I like watching that. I get a positive reaction out of that. Like, that's my highlight. Right now it sucks because sports are done for now. But, you know, for the next five years, my kids are still in high school. Hopefully they make it to the next level, but this may be it. And Corey wants to be present for all of it, right? And But that's a choice, and I'm making it. And I think a lot of people out there have are not standing up to the choices that they, that they know they want. And they make, I, I don't know if they make excuses, but they're not doing what they want. And I think they should. I mean, I think the first thing, Corey, goes back to alignment. I mean, you and I have coaches, and whether it's life and air coach or another coach, to make sure that we're aligned. Because a lot of times, we're not aligned. And when we're not aligned, we're lying to ourselves, right? Because when you say what you want, you know, Corey, you say you want to spend time with Shelly, and then you don't actually spend, end up doing it. And as much as I'm preaching it to you, I'm guilty of it at, at times too, right? Just make sure that whatever your true intentions are, that you're living it. And then when you're not, that's when you get anxiety. That's when you get depression. That's when you get all this stuff. Because, dude, at the end of the day, your heart and your soul... They know the truth, and and you and you and you lie to yourself. You're chasing money when it's not working, right? So yeah, you know. And, I, and I'll tell you another thing that like we've been using this time as a company because we're still working, right? And and gain, you know we're so blessed to like I do work from home. I've always worked from home, um, and you do too. And you know I got Isaac right behind me. If you're watching this on YouTube, he, he's doing what he's doing, right? He's, he's you know he's doing his thing, but. We've taken this time to kind of like clean up our processes a little bit, right? Clean, I call it clean the house. We've just been cleaning house. And like you said earlier, it has really been eye-opening on the amount of things that we are getting done. 
Like, it's amazing. We're starting a newsletter. Like, we've not been doing a, like a newsletter, but we know we needed to. And next thing you know, we have a draft. We're, like, we're, we're going to have a newsletter go out in April. Or May, January, March, April, May, May, <laughs> not April. We're in April, but May, and that was a bit like that was been on our our board forever, and we just it never got done. And all of a sudden, now we have focus and clarity, and it's like everything kind of slowed down. Like let's get it done, and it got done. It's crazy, man. No, I love it. I, I think one of the things to mention too is like a lot of times what's happening right now, Corey, is the old structures from the old paradigm that no longer work are falling apart. Yeah. And we as people, are we going to like cling on to those things? Are we going to try and, you know, keep up? Like you've got an investor and he's a pain in the butt and he's always been a pain in the butt to work with, but you tolerated in the past versus going to the places where you were celebrated. Well, that's trying to fall apart. But if out of your fear, you're trying to keep that relationship or keep that habit or keep that thing, that's trying to fall apart now so you can evolve. So where in our lives can we start to let go of some things that are, were feeling heavy, but now we notice it even more? Um, and just really let go and surrender because as soon as you let go and surrender that whatever that thing is, dude, a Corey Peterson to show up. Right? A, Corey, a Corey Peterson deal showed up when I let go of something else I didn't that wasn't alignment anymore. Yeah. So like, ask yourself where in your life is that showing up, both in your personal life and your and your addictions, and also in your in your business life. Yeah. So you know during this time, so what does family life look like for you now? Like like. Um, and, and how are you out there trying to positively impact uh, your communities? I think some of the biggest, any, anytime I have an opportunity to give, we give. I'm on Facebook Live more. I'm doing more podcasts. Those are the biggest things I'm doing. The, the, the main thing I'm doing is just really getting right with myself. I've been meditating. I've been reading um, a, lot of, a lot of work from Jesus, um, the Bible. I've been reading a lot of different things in the morning, a lot of prayer, a lot of meditation, like lifting up my own consciousness. Yeah. And then just embracing slowing down Corey. i'm so easy to get wound up and go hard and go ham that for me initially and it's still at times this has been tough like slowing down like this like dude it's been really tough raymond raymond like it's been um hard for Corey peterson until it started to get easier (laughs) yeah Dude, you, you take a Ferrari in fifth gear and you downshift the second. That's what it feels like. All of a sudden, boom, and you're like, whoa, whoa. I remember, like, so me and my kids were talking, and they're like, you know, uh, one of the questions we asked was, hey, who, when you, when they were younger kids, like, um, who was there more, right? Because me and Shelly were both working parents, right? And But they're like, Dad, you were. And I was like, wow. And Shelly's like, you sure wouldn't me? Because Shelly was a pharmaceutical rep, and she had some overnights and some travel. But early on in the, those years, younger years, where my kids are, you know, from kindergarten to sixth, seventh, sixth grade, I was the guy that picked them up at 3.20. So my day had to end at 3.20. And now that they're older, my day ends at 5, 6, 7 o'clock. And I'm like, gosh, where's my day? And I'm like... You know, I get done at 5.36. I'm like, hell, I can't even go in my garage. It's already getting dark, right? And and so, but lately, I'm back into that routine of by 3 o'clock, 3.20, I'm kind of done. And then I have time to go hang out and do stuff and, like, get back into my garage or look at the, you know, hang out with the kids a little bit. Dude, and, go for um, the walks. Those walks are, 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 dude, that walk sounds to me like it was life-changing for you, bro. Yeah. And those walks would have happened when you're doing all this other stuff. Like, I think this whole thing, this whole Corona thing is going to change that whole work-life balance. It definitely got out of skew. What do you think about people? I mean, listen, I've noticed my neighbors, bro. How many people are out, out in the streets right now in your neighborhood? 
that like you you never see them before, but now everybody's out and everybody's smiling. Everybody's trying to be nice, right? We're still everybody kind of you know we're not trying to get too close. But then honestly, there's a group of neighbors and kids that they just they're all healthy and they're just hanging out and playing like we used to when we were kids. Like that was the game. Is at you're going outside to hang out with your friends and you hang out with them all day. And just, I'm seeing a lot of that, man. Yeah, and just being in the sun. How how fun is that? Just being in the sun. Oh my God. You want to talk about vitamin, like like getting your immune system up? Go outside for a walk. Go for a workout outside. So now I'm working out with my daughter. So I'm working out with my daughter in the garage. And it's like, it's been amazing. Like we listen to, you know, uh, Frozen 2 songs. So that's a little bit different. But yeah. <laughs> it's great, you know? But it doesn't get much better than that because, yeah. and really, that's, I think, that's the, a lot of people hurting right now, and there's a lot of fear out there, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of good happening behind the scenes that's not making mainstream media, but I'm telling you right now, I believe it wholeheartedly that families are getting closer together, right? And, and, you, uh, and you have the chance to actually miss people, like my mom and stuff like that, because we're not, you know. Like, well, how many times have you called your parents? Like yeah. I know I've called mine a lot. Yep, yep. So, so just miss miss people and be grateful and and dude, Corey, a lot of compassion has showed up, even for us that we have tenants and we have different. Hey, how can we work together? Right? Not, you know, like you know, we're, you're not going to take advantage of anyone, and yet, how do we work together to make this happen? And if you don't communicate, then we'll have other issues. But as long as we're communicating, you show me you're, you're in, in distress, we'll actually work with you. Let's just figure yeah. this out together as humans, right? Yep. That's been great. And that's the that's how you that's how we're gonna have to handle it. And it's the same thing, it goes all the way up too. Same thing with your lenders, right? Money people like you, you know, just you gotta it's all about communication. And if everybody's communicating as a country, we're going to get through this. Every I mean, that's the silver lining is this too will pass. Right, Corey, I love that. I was gonna, I was just gonna say that it shows how how aligned we are. Just this too shall pass. Yeah, and we'll get back on and and we'll do it right. But it doesn't mean that there's not some short term sacrifice. We've all been sacrificing, you know, staying quarantined. Um, and and you know, probably at, for some people, it's you know, busting their limits, right? Like like for me and even for you in the beginning, it was kind of tough. There's been still some days where it's like. Man, like, ugh. But then there's also some great times where I'm like, man, I'm so glad I'm home. You know, I watch my daughter. She's out in the garage and she's doing some Bob Ross, Bob Rossin, some painting. And, um, you know, and it was really nice just to sit and watch her paint. I had nothing else to do. And I just watched her do what she did. And I was like, wow, that's really beautiful, honey. I'm like, let's put it in a frame and put it in the house. Yeah, and be present with each other, be off the phones a little bit, get off the news, get off the podcasts, except this podcast. You can listen to this one. Yeah, listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> just, just take time to like just be with yourself. And as much as I'm telling you guys, I'm also implementing this in my life. Like one of the challenges I have is no more, uh, again, no more like I read a lot of financial and economics to find out what's going on in the markets, how it affects real estate. I'm like, they don't know what's going on. See, there's an illusion that people think that, that they know and they can control what's going to happen. Dude, no one has any control. And I, the president, the president, the Federal Reserve, dude, they're just throwing money at this thing, hoping they can solve it. I guarantee you, he's in his bed somewhere in the fetal position. You just don't see it. I guarantee you, he doesn't know what's going on. You need no. To know yeah. Yeah. And well, and, and right. So the other part of that is we have no control, right? You, we, that's how we opened. You, we have no control. I've stopped watching TV, dude. Like. I, because it's always just toxic and negative, and no matter whether you turn it on to 
you know, Fox or CNN or any other station, it's negative one way or the other, right? It's all, it's just garbage, man. I'm just like, oh, and I can't even, I'm almost, I can't stand it anymore. And what I just said is I'm just going to go listen to my, my managers, my people, and we'll work with people. We're going to get through it. Um, but I've just, I've decided to turn off the negativity and unplug from the TV, right? Because I'm tired of buying into the, he said, she said, all the hate and all the fear. And I'm just like, just let's focus. Just let us know when we can get back to not being quarantined, you know, and all that stuff. But eventually we'll, we'll you know, it'll change. And, and then we go back to our normal lives. But I don't think there's going to be a new normal. I mean, it'll be, or it'll be a new normal. And I think that new normal is actually going to be pretty good for a lot of people. Uh, I, I agree. I, I think uh, there's going to be a, a, a BC and an AC, right? Before yeah. Corona, after Corona. And I think the after Corona is going to be more of a work-life balance. I think it's going to be doing more with ease. I think um, a lot of the people, like, for example, if you're an actual real estate business, I think that people that are great at operate at operating, at turning the crank, are going to be just really a lot of people that kind of took on a lot of leverage and really didn't have operations dialed in are going to get exposed. Not in a bad way, just... Look, this is going to go from weak hands to hands that can manage money. This is just the law of the universe. Not No one's getting taken advantage of just if you can't manage what you have, it's going to go somewhere else where it can be managed. That's all. So I think management's going to shine. I think compassion. I think working with people is going to shine um, and, and communication first with yourself and then with the outer world. I think that's I think that's the new normal working from home. Aren't you glad that you're in your business that you're in? 100 percent. Right. I mean, I, t- I told Shelly, I go, man, I'm so glad that that we decided to really focus on apartment investing and, and being in passive income type of stuff. We've been doing it for a while and it's really crazy to think like, you know, next month, whether or not my tenants pay or, or whatever, we're going to be okay. My life is not going to change really at all. Right. Some properties will do good. Some properties won't do so well. But overall, they'll all become healthy again. Right. And but my life is not going to change too much. And you're in the same boat with lending. Right. It's a passive. You go out there, you find use your money to lend. And and, I think you arbitrage some money as well. But it's it's passive. It's passive income. What can you say to passive income man, and why people should get into it? Man, uh, I'll tell you what I've been. I've been looking at other investment streams, uh, just just out of curiosity. Gold, Bitcoin, silver, the, the stock market, just because things are down. Yeah. And I said, I said nothing beats a, a Corey Peterson. Nothing beats a investing with great people that I know where I have a unique advantage. Like nothing beats that. Like yeah. the return might be sexy on paper somewhere else, but it's not even the asset, Corey. I think the biggest thing with everyone, it's, it's who are you invested with, right? Because because Corey's assets are a reflection of Corey. Yeah. Right. So who are you in the deal with? Like, who is that partner in the deal with? And I think the relationship, you know, you know, like I looked at our financials and everyone, every, everyone so far has paid, you know, some tenants here and there like we're working payment plans. And I said, you know, oh, it's because we're the lenders or it's because this. No, it's because of the relationship. It's because of the relationship. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, the, the guy's getting paid right now on both sides and, and where money, where money's flowing to or money's flowing from, whether you're lending money to someone are the ones where you already have pre-existing relationships. Not to say you can't build new relationships in this time, but you know, you can't, you're, you're not going to pull a Corey Peterson. Hey, Ray, I need this, this amount of money. Send it to me to my account tomorrow. Done. Right. That's not going to happen unless you already have that pre-existing. Now you can yeah. develop some of that now, but I think this is a great time for people that don't have those relationships yet to solidify and build those out 
I don't think it's the asset. I think I think it is the asset, but I think the number one asset, Corey, is a relationship. Man, that's well put. And and that can go not only to business, but your personal life. All I mean, all those things. Relationships are key, right? So it's key, like, at, at the end of the day. I mean, if there was a class that was in college, that would be, like, if I could name a class and create a class, it would be how to keep in touch of everybody that you've ever met. You know what I mean? And in in a meaningful way, absolutely. In a right? way where you're adding value, and, guys, and some of those you may kick to the can over time because they're not the right friends. But the ones that are truly just golden, there's got to be a way to stay in in front of those people because that is the currency, is relationships. Relationships will open up. Like I mean, it's as simple as how do you get a job, or if you're you know you're in that you know that scenario of you where you're, you're not working for yourself, it's usually who you know. It never has to do, very rarely, because my resume was great. It's almost always because someone knew you and made you gave you the recommendation. And, and, and let's put some practical tips on that, guys and ladies. There's a lot of ways to do this. I'll give you some of the examples of the way I do it with, with someone like a Corey. Right, right? I think about his properties, and I meditate and pray for Corey. He doesn't know that. I've never shared that with him. But that's something I do where he doesn't need to know about it. Right, It just happens, and I believe in it, so it happens. And then I think about, you know, if I, if I ever reach out, you know what, Corey, I was thinking about this. This could fit you here. Maybe you could use this in your business. So if, I ever, if an idea ever pops in my mind that he could use, I'll share that with him. He's like, you know what? That's a good idea. I'm not using it here. Or he'll comment to me something. And because he's so close to the problem, I'm listening to him. I go, Corey, what if you went back and offered that bank a discount and you could refinance now at, at low rates? Like, you know what, Ray? I didn't think about that. So how do you stay relevant? So one is just think about them and like send positive wishes. Two, where can you add value? And sometimes adding value is as simple as listening where they're, they're, they might be so close to the Hey, I'm, I'm struggling with this. And you're like, hey, have you thought about that? We, we were just talking about, uh, that was with, uh, remember when we were talking about structuring equity as debt? Yes. That was a big, like, aha. I'm like, ooh, that's oh, pretty. Then, yeah. And then I sent them the document, how to, how to cut out depreciation. How do you, how do you, how do you allocate depreciation differently? Because, right. So again, He's a seasoned syndicator. I'm not a seasoned syndicator, but hey, I think this could help you. Here's the impact of it. He picked it up right away. He's like, great, this is brilliant. And it's so simple. And I yeah. go, yeah, you guys can do this right away. Right. So there's different things you can add, add add value, connecting him to other people. Hey, Corey, this guy might want to mess with you, or giving him a referral. Like any way I could add value and then vice versa. Right. So how do you stay relevant? You just add value. And guys, the, at the core of it, add value really means to appreciate. So I'm grateful for Corey. I appreciate Corey. Any way I could add value, I add value. Dude, that's like, that's life. If people would do, would if focus more on the, that one thing of just adding value in other people's lives, like, gosh damn, things would run so much smoother, right? And, and people's lives would be enriched one thousand percent, in my in my opinion. And it takes time, guys. I mean, that that's what time is for to build trust with. Each, like, it, it it took time for Corey and my our relationship to get to where we're. I mean, at. think about how we met, right? Yeah. Uh, we met through a collective genius, right? Is that no, how we, f- we met through? We met through Eric Stewart, but we already knew of each other. We we just hadn't connected, right? Right, yeah. And then I, you were like, "Hey, I'm going to be in town in Phoenix or something," and I was like, "Hey, just come to my event, right? No, Don't pay me." me. I, I wasn't going. To, I was going to LA, and you said, "Right, just come pop into Phoenix that weekend before." Yeah, I was like, "Just come to my event. Just hang out and like check it out. I'm not going to charge you. I just I just wanted you to see what I was doing." And we didn't even talk about. What you did, I, I don't remember. I, I didn't even know what you did. I didn't care, right? You just you were you showed up on one of my uh, radar, and you, someone said that you were the right kind of person. And I was just like, just come on in, man. Just just be part of it, right? Yeah, you know, guys. One of the things, and ladies, you know, 
in the circles that you're in, as you start to grow and evolve, what people say about you matters a whole lot. Like when I ask anyone about Kahuna that knows Kahuna well, yo, he's great, Ray. I'll voucher him all day. He's solid as the day is long. And vice versa. Like we know a lot of the same guys and we know a lot of the same guys well. And what people say about you really matters. Are they willing to put their reputation? Like how do you know someone really actually vouches for you? Are they willing to vouch for you? And at that level, like if, if, if an investor came to me, hey, Ray, do you vouch for Corey all day? All day, twice on Sundays, he's good. And I don't just say it. I got my own money. Right. Like, I'm not just, you know, I'm not just a, <laughs> what is it? I'm not just a member. I'm also uh, the president or whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> so so kind of eat my own dog food, guys. And, um, and, and, and I think that's one of the, at the end, at the end of all this stuff, you don't take the money, you don't take the properties, you don't take any of that with you. I think that it's, it's, it's the meaningful relationships and the impact you can make through these relationships that really matter. And relationships, again, with yourself, with your creator, and then with amazing other people. Yeah. Right? And how do you do more of that together? Like, how do we do more together becomes a question. And it's fun. Like, and it's easy to do things together, right? Yep. Well, I mean, and think about this, right? How do how, like, to our audience and to people listening right now, it's like, how can they go out and, and, and find and create better relationships? And what's some tips that we can give them for that? I think the first thing, I think that the, the obvious one is not have a plan because you don't control it because there's a lot of the universe does this. But who are you looking to get connected with? What is your intention? Right? What is it? What is it you're looking to create? Right? So then you have a so you can network strategically, right? Not with an intention, but also like so with an intention, not a not a goal, right? An intention is more like, I'd like to meet a guy like this. But also, if you're gonna meet someone like this, you have to be that first. So I think the first thing is getting clear on what it is you want. Yeah. And are you willing to become that yourself? And who are you? Right. Yeah. Because and if then value with, there's no exchange. It becomes boring. And it's got to be authentically you. Right. Yeah. That's the, the biggest problem that I see with a lot of people is they wear different masks. Right. They're one way when they're talking to Ray. They're another person when they're talking to Corey. And when they talk to their banker, there's they're an entirely different person as well. Right. And that's got to be exhausting. And like. I think today more than ever, people just want authentic, authentic people. Authenticity is the name of the game. Be authentic, and people will—you'll attract who, your tribe organically. Well, Corey, you attract that which you are. That's why yeah. you and I are so attractive. Like you attract that which you are. But if you don't know what you are, and you're having all these masks, and you come up to a Corey or a Ray, dude, I can sniff that out in a. Heart. Oh yeah, you're like, dude, oh, you're, you're like, God, oh, it's <laughs> toxic, right? Get out of here, man. You yeah. can't be around me because I can't stand that crap. They're trying to take something. They're not trying to give anything. They're not, they're not trying to expand. And, and then if you teach them something, they might not go out there and use it for bad, which which is not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, <laughs> how many times? I mean, the things that when you get around really knowledgeable, knowledgeable people and that are that are good at what they're doing, it can always be used for good or evil. Right, it's like Star Wars, man. There's Jedi's and they're the Sith. You know, yeah, hundred percent. And and at this point, it's you can you can spot them out very easily. And and again, a lot of times from the way Corey and I can spot them out is because we've done deals with the Sith, right? Yeah, it's not who I am. And again, I'm not judging them. It's just when you're what do you call it, a Sith? Yeah, when you're a Sith and you work with another Sith, that works. But if if you're a Jedi, we call it Vader. I mean, whatever you want to talk, the dark side, right? <laughs> At this point, if you're a giver and you're working with a taker, it doesn't work well. Now, yeah. two givers like Corey, like it'll just this 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 thing just grows. Like I'm not looking, I'm not counting what I'm giving, and he's not counting what he's getting, and I'm not counting what I'm getting either. 
Yeah. We're just we're looking at we're looking at the question then becomes again the fun is how do we do more together? How do, how do we, we grow? Yeah. How do we how, how do we keep keep it working, right? Because yep. yep. like I trust you, you trust me. Um and like in in this game for for real estate purposes, it works the same way with brokers, with private money. I mean, all these things are all relationship bound. And that's why I mean the focus is on the relationship because relationships matter. They have to be um nurtured. You have to feed that relationship. You gotta make deposits like one of the things that Shelly and I talk about is like for me and Shelly, we have our, we call it our love bank, right? And when you want to make a deposit or a, a withdrawal, because sometimes we make withdrawals, um, you got to make sure that you're putting enough love back into that bank. You know, you got to fill your wife and edify your wife, your spouse. But it's same thing with other relationships as well. You've got to edify people. Like if if I was just a taker um, and I didn't give back, Ray, eventually. That becomes toxic if a guy all he does is take and he doesn't give. And there's a million ways to do that, guys. Like, like for example, if a deal came to my desk and it does, a deal called a multifamily deal, I'm not trying to figure that out. Yo, Corey, hop on the phone. I've got a deal here. What you know, I need I need you I need you to take a quick look. In 20 minutes, Corey can tell me what would take me, you know, three weeks of due diligence. Ray, this sucks. Here's why the area, here's what's going on. I got one nearby. That's that assumption's off. Right? And done. And if I got something, hey Corey, look, I did, I just did this on this on this side over here. here here's what I got in the network for you. Like, how do we help each other in our unique ability and our unique magic? I don't want to copy Corey. I want to copy yeah. Corey's strategy and things he does. But then I, once I master that, I want to add my flavor, right? Corey and I had the same teacher, but then Corey added his flavor to it, and I added my flavor to it, right? You you want that first learn it, master, it, and then add your flavor to it. Do it your way. And what what are you uniquely gifted at? Amen to that, dude. Like, then that's that's the truth. Well, listen, dude. Like, we could we could do this forever. <laughs> this, is, this is like uh, this is like you and me on a phone call, dude. Yeah. Well, and, and because I think it's at the core. It's, it's we both believe in this process so much that like I just know relationships are everything, man. They just really are, and it, it really is. Especially when stuff like this hits the fan. Man, I am so glad that I that I took time to have great relationships with people, right? And to rich those. And and it's like um, the reason I uh, jeeping, right? My little jeep. To me, that's a re- relationship builder because I can throw like if you're ever in town, I'm my, like our new thing that we're gonna do is like Ray. I gotta take you crawling. When you think about it, Corey, what a great way, like to enhance a relationship with an experience and a unique experience. Like now you build that even like, yeah, I can add value, but if you add value and a unique experience, dude, that's game changer, right? Because that, now pe- people don't forget experiences. No, they don't. And they remember, I mean, like the mountain, right? The Camelback mountain. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Yeah. That was your first time at Camelback, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and that, and that, that is the trick, man, is when you have relationships, if you can take it to that next step and do an activity, do something that's fun. See, fun, fun equals, it cements itself in your mind and your brain of the experience. And you can relive that. You're like, man, I remember, because we, we did that early in the morning too, that hike to Camelback. And so we got to watch the sun come up and, and the views were amazing. And it was just, it was kind of surreal. It was really cool. And it was a pretty good workout, at least for Corey. It was, it was a great workout. My back was sore the whole the whole ride back. <laughs> but that is that is where uh, it gets cemented, and then you you just like oh, I, and then every time you're in town, 
and you see Camelback, you're like, I climbed that. And you'll think of that time. And you'll think of Corey Peterson. But even like these hats, like these little things, like these shirts, like I'm grateful for them. And I wear them and I think of Corey. And like, yeah. like this is, I, I wear this hat to think. Like that's what I wear. It's here for this reason. So guys, there's a lot of ways you can stay relevant, figure out how to do that. Um, gift giving is another one. If you could send someone some gifts, that's an easy one, a book. I mean, come on. It's 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 you had to make it your intention and you don't see how important they're guys. What I've learned as we evolve, both Corey and I, I can go out there and learn it or I could just call Corey and figure it out. Which one is easier? Yeah. Call Corey and figure it and, and vice versa. Hey, if I know something that Corey wants to know about, hey, Ray, I'm thinking about doing a loan or I'm thinking about doing this. Give me a call. I got that figured out. What do you know? You. Yeah. Or hey, can you figure it out? Help me help me solve for X. Hey, can you help me talk? Ray, can you help me do this? Done. I'm gonna, now he's got not just his network, but my network. And not just my network, but my network's network. Because I'm going to ask guys that I know who they know. Yeah. And then, guys, it just becomes so much easier. And I think that's where this evolution is going, is, is how do we leverage our network by adding value to it? And then also, whenever they need something, leveraging our network to help them find a solution. At the end of the day, relationships true. matter, right? And probably as... as more important than almost everything else that we do in our business. Like it's the relationship that drives. Right. Everything else, Corey, all your deals came from relationships. There's yeah. no way you got a deal not coming from a relationship. Yeah, exactly. There's no way you got money not coming from a relationship. Yeah. Now that's the two pieces in this multifamily business. Deals <laughs> and money. Yeah. And then they both are driven by relationships. So listen, for everybody listening right now, I mean, hopefully this has been really insightful because I mean, relationships do matter. You know, my relationship with Ray Raymond, you know, it's still, I would still say it's fairly new. I mean, we've only been doing business for a couple of years, maybe, maybe a year and a half. Not even that, but it, but it's it's been a lot of high interaction, yeah. high dollar amount or a relative high dollar amount. Yeah. So and just for anybody that's listening, because so I, I got to I got to give Raymond like a little juice worth of squeeze. So, I mean. I went to him. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm getting ready to close this deal, but I need like eight hundred thousand dollars or something like." Do you remember? Is that what it was? I think it was eight fifty. Eight fifty. Yeah, he's like, "It was eight fifty. <laughs> <laughs> but I needed it like in two weeks. Like I only gave him like a two week notice, and you know, eight fifty is a pretty decent amount of money, right? I mean, it's not like uh, you know, it's and dude, he was like, "Okay, yeah, I'll find it if I don't have it." I, I mean, I, you know, it's always. Money is always moving. Like it's always one of those things where sometimes Raymond may have a million or two million sitting there that he's got a place, and sometimes you know it's like, hold on, let me see where I'm at. But but either way, Raymond's only response was, "I will make it happen," and like that was it. Like and and here's what's cool is I knew I could trust him, and because we had a relationship, and I knew that he wouldn't screw it up. Right. In other words. If he was going to say and put his word behind it, like that's what he meant. And he would come hell or high water. He's going to make his commitment work. Same thing with Corey. When Corey says something, it means something. It better have some weight behind it, right? Yep. Or and, and, and again, there is no other option. I'm going to get the money. And I, I may not have it right now, but I'm going to get it. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and so that's how we did good business, dude. 
and that's really the power of that kind of relationship of what it does. And it's enriched my life. It's allows me, uh, it's nice to have a, a resource that's like that. And then, and then we're asking ourselves, well, how can we do other deals? How can we do different structures, maybe a little bit longer term? How can we just get into the game together and enrich each other's lives, make each other uh, you know, good, good and successful? And at the end of the day, that's what those relationships do. They are a game changer. Last words for you, brother. What do you want to share out there? Guys, take this time. Build out that relationship with yourself first. Build that relationship with your creator. Figure out, get clarity on what you really want. And then figure out who's already got that and figure out how you can add value to them first and start there and then commit to the long term like this. Understand coming into this, Corey, you and I knew going into this, this is going to be a 15 to 20 year battle. I see a lot of guys and ladies coming in saying, hey, how come I'm not at Corey's level at year two or year three? You're still making mistakes. You're still learning. It's part of the process. Roll with the punches. Just keep moving forward. Eventually, you're going to get there where you can stroke seven, eight figure checks, right? But it takes time. And, and going in, if you make the commitment, this is going to be, hey, I want six-pack abs. This is going to be a 10-year commitment. If I come in there with a 10-year commitment and I, and I have that expectation, then I'm totally cool with it. But I think a lot of, a lot of people I'm seeing, it's not happening overnight. And it's like, it's, it's not, this, is be a, this, this is supposed to be a 10 to 15-year commitment. When Corey got in this, he didn't get in this and played, hey, three or four years. If it doesn't work, Shelly, we're going to be out. Peace. That's, so commit to the long term. I said, no matter what, right? Yeah, it was no matter what, I'm burning every bridge, right? And that is what it takes. It takes straight up ferocious commitment. And when you put that in front and then you and then you do the work, great things happen. Cool, man. Well, listen, guys, if you're out there listening right now, um, you know, the power of your mind, what you tell yourself each and every day is so vitally important to your success. You have to meditate on your success. You have to be still. You have to be in line with who you are, and you have to do it daily. If I've learned anything in this world, you are what you think. Thinking is the most important thing you'll do every day, and it will shape your life. You think good thoughts, good things will come. You think bad thoughts, bad things will come. But it's all in your mind. It's in between the two places of yours. That little head of yours, that brain, is the most powerful supercomputer, and we all possess one, right? Don't take it for granted. Go out there. Be your best you. If you believe it, you can achieve it, and your paradise is possible.